All right, everyone, welcome to the Toasty Kettle Podcast. My name is James, I'm your host, and today is episode 69. Well, 2020 has been a crazy year. I think that goes without saying. My goal for the year was to bring you a weekly show that is focused on food history. I've had some great guests come on to talk about their contributions to food history, And I, for one, am looking forward to a great 2021 and continue to grow the show and this audience. You know, I simply can't do this show and I can't grow this show without your help. The best way to help people find the show is to leave an honest review wherever you get your podcasts. If you've already left a review and still want to help out, I super appreciate it. And the best way you can do that is to tell a friend about the show and how they can find the show for themselves. Now for the last episode of 2020. To quote the great Michael Scott, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Food superstitions are fascinating. Most cultures have their own unique variants, And as we head into the new year, I couldn't think of a better topic than to discuss several interesting superstitions involving food. So I'm going to dive right in. The first one comes with apples. There are a few superstitions around apples. Are you single and ready to mingle, but you just wish you had a little hint on who you're looking for? Well, next time you eat an apple, try peeling it first. Try to make a strand of peel as long as you can until it breaks. Once it breaks, take the pill and toss it on the counter. Whatever letter that pill resembles is the first letter of your true love's name. Apples have a few other superstitions. In the Jewish New Year, people dip apples in honey to symbolize the hopes of a sweet year to come. So let's all get our apples ready, folks. Also, people believed that if you cut into an apple and counted the seeds, it would predict how many children you'd have. Eggs. Eggs are symbolic of many things. There are also many food superstitions around them. Farmers used to break broken eggshells and spread them into their fields, hoping to grow an abundant crop. If you happen to crack an egg that contains two yolks, It's a sign that someone you know will be getting married or having twins. Finally, when cracking an egg, make sure you crush the eggshell after. There is a superstition that says a witch will gather up the pieces, set sail, and cause terrible storms at sea. And do you really want a severe oceanic storm and any fallout from it weighing on your conscience? Didn't think so. Crush those eggshells, people. Bread superstitions. Bread has a number of superstitions out there. Did you know that if you slice open a loaf of bread and see a large air pocket, that it means someone will die soon? The hole in the bread represents a coffin. Also, hot cross buns have an interesting history rooted in superstition. Anytime you bake bread, you should cut a cross into the top of your loaf. Otherwise, the devil will sit on it while baking and ruin your loaf. There's a fascinating French superstition about placing a loaf of bread upside down. If a loaf is placed upside down on a table, it invites bad luck. 
So I dug deeper into this one because I found it fascinating. It dates back to the Middle Ages and public executions. Public executions were often scheduled at a time when most people were going to be out and about, generally in the morning when people were doing their time in the market shopping. The purpose behind the execution was to make an example, right? (laughs) So if you don't have people around, you didn't really make an example of someone. The executioner was often busy prepping his tools for the execution, sharpening the axe, and was unable to go to the market to buy bread. Bakers didn't want to have to tell a man with an axe and no problem with killing why they ran out of bread, so bakers began to turn a loaf upside down. Patrons would recognize this loaf as the executioner's loaf, and no one would touch it. The executioner could go in the shop grab their loaf, and be on their way. Custom allowed them to take whatever they could hold in one hand free of charge. No one ever argued with him, and for good reason. I guess you don't want to be next up, right? Chinese noodles. There are few things on this earth more comforting to me than Chinese noodle dishes. Whether they're in soup or stir-fried, they always warm my soul. I can never get enough of them. In China, long noodles symbolize a long life. You should never, ever cut your noodles. Doing so means that you're cutting life short. short. You should instead slurp those long noodles and be careful not to break them. Now, this is a problem for me because I often find myself cutting long noodles into smaller bite-sized pieces. Hopefully, I'm not inadvertently cursing myself. The wishbone, that's our next superstition. They have a unique superstition in the States and the UK. And for those of you that don't know what a wishbone is, this is a bone in the chicken near the neck that forms a horseshoe type shape. So you remove this bone, two people participate in this activity. Each one grabs an end of the wishbone and pulls at the same time. When it snaps, the person with the largest piece gets to make a wish. This was often a source of fighting and arguing when we had chicken, at least a few times growing up. Now, there are a number of superstitions around salt, and salt has played an important role in various cultures throughout time. Spilling salt is considered to be very unlucky. You may recall any time a character spills salt in a a movie, they always grab some and toss it over the shoulder. Well, if you spill salt, the only way to change your bad luck is to throw salt over the shoulder. This blinds the devil that's following you and keeps him from messing with your life. In Russia, there is a tradition that states if a woman uses too much salt in the kitchen, then it means that they are in love. Brides who would cook for their in-laws would always oversalt their food. That way they could signal to the world and to their in-laws that all was well in paradise, that they were still deeply in love with their new husband. I guess everyone else had to suffer through salty food. Sour grapes. In South America, there's a tradition of welcoming the new year by eating 12 grapes precisely at midnight. Each sour grape in that bunch represents a bad month ahead. So someone, someone, somewhere had one too many sour grapes this year. Tea time. A number of superstitions around tea and a number around coffee, which we'll do 
in just a moment. So tea has some great superstitions attached to it. You should never put milk in your tea before sugar if you ever want to get married. So I guess if you put sugar in first, you're doomed to a life of being single. In that same line of thinking, if you have any undissolved sugar in the bottom of your teacup, it means someone is in love with you. Spilling your tea means a stranger is about to visit. And finally, make sure you only let one person pour the tea. If multiple people share that responsibility, it's considered to be bad luck. Now, coffee has a number of traditions trying to predict wealth and future wealth. If you see bubbles in your coffee, you should drink it immediately. If you manage to drink the cup before the bubbles disappear, you will receive money from an unexpected source. I guess people have nothing better to do when drinking coffee than to watch the bubbles. The bubbles apparently can tell a person many things. If these bubbles move towards the person drinking coffee, they're destined to become rich. If the bubbles move away from the person drinking, then hard times are ahead. In Greece, if you spill coffee on a coffee plaque or a picture of a cup of coffee, you will have money. That seems like an easy way to come into some money. It also seems like there are a lot of coffee drinkers out there hoping their next cup brings them wealth and prosperity. Now, we all have that special someone in our lives who loves to cook. Shopping for these people can be super easy. You can get them a variety of items from cookbooks to stockpots. But whatever you do, don't give them a knife. Giving someone a knife symbolizes severing ties with that person. If you insist a knife is a gift, make sure you ask for a penny in return. Asking for that penny in return as payment apparently breaks the curse and the bad luck that comes along with it. Parsley, there's a few <laughs> there's a few superstitions out there about parsley that just fascinate me. Planting parsley seeds will help a woman become pregnant. If the parsley plant thrives, then it means her husband is weak. And if you take parsley as a gift to a dinner party, it's considered bad luck. And also you might be a monster because honestly, who takes parsley to a dinner party as a gift? Hot peppers. If you want to give someone a hot pepper, you should never give it directly to them unless you want them to have bad luck. Instead, you should place the pepper on a table and then have your friend pick it up. And that is the only way to avoid bad luck in gifting someone a hot pepper. Eating peanuts at any kind of a performance is a sure way to make sure the performers have bad luck. This is fascinating to me uh, in terms of superstitions. I can't tell you how many circus and sport venues sell peanuts for their patrons to consume. I guess they don't mind the bad luck spreading. Birthday cake. Here's another fascinating one with some backstory. Hopefully we have all had that experience of being given a birthday cake with candles and blowing them out. I hate being the center of attention, and I always feel awkward during this birthday tradition. But have you ever wondered how it started? To discover the beginning of birthday candles and cake, you have to go back to ancient Greece. They baked moon-shaped cakes to celebrate the birth of the moon goddess Artemis. However, they also believed the celebration would attract evil spirits. By saying happy birthday and burning candles, the spirits were chased away. Remember that next time you attend a birthday celebration and make sure you do your part to keep those evil spirits away.
It's also, of course, widely believed that blowing out all of your candles will grant you a wish. Growing up, my mom transitioned from an individual candle for each year to a single or double number candle instead of the actual number of those individual candles. Hopefully that didn't mess with the wish-granting process. So onions, in addition to being a major flavor addition to food, onions have another amazing quality. If you stick pins into a small onion and keep it on your windowsill, it drives bad spirits from your house. It's worth a try, right? (laughs) I loved learning more about food superstitions. There's more out there and there's more history behind them, often going back to the Middle Ages and even earlier. Uh, Hopefully you take time to implement some of those. I think if enough of us dispel bad luck, 2021 should be a much smoother year than 2020. I hope you enjoy today's show. You can find out more about Toasty Kettle on Facebook and Instagram at Toasty Kettle. You can also visit ToastyKettle.com to find show notes and recipes. I hope you all have a happy and safe new year. Until next week. <music>